The following segment is from the Palpably Unfair podcast on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Me and uh, Kyle, we drew the straw that was running back. So let's dig into it. We'll, We'll go with the top free agent prospect here, Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers. Now, there is some some context here. Green Bay Packers GM Brian Gutekunst, I think I'm saying that correctly, uh, when he was asked about the potential of using a franchise tag on Jones, he said, quote, we certainly could. I think it's something we're working through. There's usually better ways to go about it. But certainly, if we get down the road here, if that becomes what is in the best interest of the Packers, I think we'll do that, end quote. So maybe, maybe not with the franchise tag. And look, over the cap projects the franchise tag for running backs to be around 11 mil. And while that might seem a little hefty, there is a real chance that Jones could see a bigger deal in the open market. For instance, PFF initially projected the Miami Dolphins as a landing spot for Jones. And that contract was projected to be worth four years, 46 mil for an average of 11.5 per year coming with 25 mil in guarantees. Miami, who were 23rd in run DVOA, should certainly be looking to bolster their offensive line and backfield, especially considering what they might have going on at the quarterback position. If it's not Deshaun Watson, Tua is definitely going to need some help. Uh, Last year's Miles Gaskin was their leading rusher with 584 yards. And look, Gaskin is not a bell cow. Uh, Their touchdown leader last year was Jordan Howard, which is hilarious because he was was cut and he also only had 28 carries, but four of them were punched in for scores. He averaged 1.2 yards per carry. Part of that is because of the heavy dose of goal line carries. Part of that is the offensive line. I imagine that a lot of it is because he's just not good anymore. After that shoulder has been torn to shreds over the years, he does not have uh, the requisite juice uh, to run through the smoke. Uh, Jones, Aaron Jones, going back to him, he didn't have any problem producing in recent history. He is fifth ranked with 3,000 total yards and second ranked with 30 total touchdowns over the past two seasons. This is a dual threat guy. And as you've heard me say often, Kyle, for running backs to matter, unless you're Derrick Henry in a career year, you have to be able to catch the football and contribute in the pass game. And he's caught right around 50 balls for two years running uh, each year and is very good in that area. So this is a guy that that can make a you can make a better case for him than most for paying him. I think beyond the Dolphins, who we've already highlighted, you're looking at the Jets. You're looking at possibly the 49ers. Interested in your thoughts on that? You're looking at the Chicago Bears, possibly the Arizona Cardinals. For for Jones especially, I remember him coming out of UTEP. Like he was running wheel routes out of the backfield, and yeah. I don't know, I don't know how much he did that with Green Bay, but I know that you know of these, you know, right around those 50 catches, he's able to win at most levels, and because he can do that, that makes your offense more dangerous. And he, you know, he has the wiggle, he has the juice, as you mentioned. But he's just a good football player, and I think he actually, you know, can provide value in free agency. Whereas most free agent running backs, you're not going to pay them because there's not the value there. But we talked about Aaron Jones, we talked about Chris Carson. I think the third biggest name out there, and possibly, I think, might be my second my most favorite guy in this class, uh, Kenyon Drake. And and out of this group, I think Drake is the best bet in getting bang for your buck. I mean, look at what. The, uh, the Arizona Cardinals offensive line was last year, and I know their team block run win rate or whatever it was was high, but their adjusted line yards was awful. And if you watch them, I think you came to the conclusion that they needed serious help. And there's a reason that you could consider the interior of that line as the second biggest need for the Cardinals entering free agency 
in the draft. So Drake didn't just like, he just didn't have the space to operate, but he was still able to bounce back towards the end of the season. And you look at the price tag for a guy like Drake, I, I think he can be a, a 1A in a backfield rotation. And if you're paying just under 7 mil for that, which is about where he's projected at, I think that's a win. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.